Hello everyone, welcome back. It's Amarachi Gabriel and this is Far Above Rubies. So if you're joining me for the first time, um, you're highly welcome, you're greatly loved. I want to share something really important to us today and I'll start with a question. Are you ready? Are you ready for the second coming of Christ? Or you're just thinking you have enough time? Now I'm going to read and this is in Matthew 24 it says here in verse 42 it says so you too must keep watch for you don't know what day your Lord is coming understand this if a homeowner knew exactly when a burglar was coming he would keep watch and not permit his house to be broken into you also must be ready all the time for the Son of Man will come when least expected. A faithful, sensible servant is one to whom the master can give the responsibility of managing his other household servants and feeding them. If the master returns and finds that the servant has done a good job, there will be a reward. Verse 47 says, I tell you the truth, the master will put that servant in charge of all he owns. But what if the servant is evil and thinks, my master won't be back for a while? And he begins beating the other servants, partying and getting drunk. The master will return unannounced and unexpected. Verse 51 says, and he will cut the servant to pieces and assign him a place with the hypocrites. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Now, I, I just saw something in this in the last verse, hypocrites. But before I get to that place, I want to encourage us. We deal with a lot daily. A lot of temptations, a lot of discouragement, a lot of deception. And truly, the Bible promises, not promises to give us this, but promises, in, in fact, proclaims, prophesies that there will be deception in the last days. So many will be deceived. So many will forget who they are. So I want to use it as an encouragement to you to turn away from anything that trips you down and move to the higher calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let me say this one thing. You have to set your sights on things that are above. And I got this from a sister in Christ. Um, her YouTube video is called I Am Redeemed. And she shared a video on um, false prophets regarding kingdom marriages. You know, if you go online on YouTube, there are a lot of, you know, prophecies on kingdom marriages coming. And we know that some of these prophecies are true because God promises that in this, in the last days, it will be like the time of Noah. When God will come again, it will be like the time of Noah. If you look at in the same in, in the same chapter 24, Matthew, um, verse 38 says, In those days before the flood, the people were enjoying banquets and and parties and weddings right up to the time Noah entered his boat. People didn't realize what was going to happen until the flood came and swept them all away. That is the way it will be when the Son of Man comes. And this is this to me it really convicted me it convicted me and it just helped me realize that i've been distracted
by the things that I desire, my future dreams and plans and goals. And it's a good thing that I've come to this place where I know who is more important, and that is Christ Jesus. Because even while there are times when I feel distracted or the things that just happen and I lose focus, I'm able to come back because God draws me back to know who, who He is and, and who the important one is. It's still Him. He's the most important here. So that one YouTube video really convicted me and I just said, you know, God, forgive me. Help me to love you. I repent for my idolizing these things marriage in particular and god help me because there's a lot of videos a lot of articles a lot of things regarding god's promises for us and truly god has promised us a lot of things but he has also promised to save us when we call his name when we confess that he is lord when we confess jesus as our lord and savior he will take our sins away he will wipe it away he will make us new again there are beautiful promises we can hold on to. But when we turn these things to idols, it distracts. And it causes us to be in a place of, of, um, of turmoil where we don't even feel at peace. We don't feel content. So I just want you, I just want to use this to encourage you to draw close to God. I understand that there are things that might be calling your attention in these times. But God is super important. He is above all. And it is worth it being in his presence, loving him and choosing him. Even when it's hard to love him, we can ask his help because he is love and he will always help us love him well and love the people around us well. And we can, and God says something, because I was praying, God help me love you because I don't really know how to love you in a way that I can say is love. I find myself being distracted by these things and I'm like, okay, God, I need to love you to the point where I'm not distracted by things easily. And so God, I could hear him remind me of the scripture that says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. So loving God means being able to obey him, keeping his commandments, keeping God's commandments. So I will leave you also with another important verse that I think you should know. And this is in Colossians 3, verse 2. It says, For, uh, okay, it says, Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. For you died to this life, and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. And verse 4, I want to read verse 4. It says, When Christ, who is your life, is revealed, to the whole world, you will share in his glory. So this also helps me realize that although people are important and these beautiful things happening, you know, it's good to desire things that are in line with God's word. But the most important thing we should do is set our sights on heaven to seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. And every other thing we hope for will be added unto us. But we should also be excited that he is coming back. And please and please don't stay in that sin. Don't stay in that thing that entangles you. You might feel that there is time for you to change. There is time for you to come back to Christ. But this night may be the last. God forbid, I don't pray that for you. But when we look at 
the Bible, we see the parable of the rich fool and how he thought that he could be saved and he could he had enough time to eat, relax, and enjoy all he had gathered. But God told him that this night is the last for him. And I, I can see that happen in today where people just accumulate stuff, walk in so much, you know, affluence and praises from all corners and still don't make it. When we look at their lives, we are convicted. We don't judge those people, but we are convicted to change. I was reading a story recently about a famous man of God who made a mistake. I won't even call it a mistake. It was a deliberate sin and he was doing it constantly. And then when I, when I, each time I come across an, an article on that or a post on the internet concerning that man, I just feel anyone can fall. And so we are to seek God's sanctification. We are to ask him to sanctify us. We are to, re, we are to repent constantly from anything because we are not, we're, our righteousness is just filthy rags. We cannot purchase righteousness through our works. Righteousness is given to us as a gift and it, it is given if you willingly accept it. And how can you accept it when you accept the one who gives it? When you choose that God is going to be your God, that Lord, the Lord Jesus is going to be your Savior, your Lord, your Sovereign Lord, then everything starts to fall in place. And those things that weren't meant to be in your life at all, he begins to cut them off. What does the Bible say about pruning? It says that the branch that doesn't bear fruit, he prunes so that it may bear more fruit. That means if you are, even if as a child of God, you're saved, but you're not bearing fruit in some area, he cuts those dead things away so you can bear more fruit. So I encourage you. I know the addiction might be hard to break free from or something may just pull you down and you don't know how to get yourself up again. Seek help. Don't stay there. Dear friend, don't stay there. There is time for you now. There is time for you now. Suicide is not an option. I feel like to say this. Suicide is not an option. There, you can still seek help. Help is coming your way. Help is coming your way, dear friend. Don't stay where you are. Don't stay depressed. I know depression is real and some things will cause you to be sad, totally in pain. But seek God's help. There are times when our mistakes keep us in a place where we feel constantly unworthy of God's love, unworthy of God's attention, unworthy of his presence. We feel so dirty that we can't even seek God. And these things are real. Even for me speaking, because, you know, we've all come from places that were bad. Let me just put it that way difficult places, whether it's in our walk with God or in our experiences with people, we've come from places that weren't just okay, so to speak. So if you find yourself discouraged or you don't even know how to get yourself back to God, seek help. Don't stay there. All right. I'm here to encourage you and God, most importantly, above all, he is there to help you. There's a ton of promises of him coming right there to help you.
he will help you. I know a story of a man who was drowning or drowning and in that ocean in that in that river he needed help he was like someone save me he didn't have to and when the man who came to rescue him came there the man didn't teach him how to swim didn't teach him how to come out of the river all he did was raise him up bring him out because he had stretched his hand out to be to be rescued and that's the exact same thing Jesus is doing right now. When you lift your hand out and say, God, save me. Jesus, save me. He draws your hands out of that deep water and you are rescued. It tells us that we are not the ones to save ourselves. Our righteousness will not save us. If you're waiting to become clean enough to seek his help, you may not, you may never get that help because you, all of us, all of us have, have fallen short of the glory of God. We've made mistakes. We've, we've done things we're not proud of. But it is in reaching out to our Savior that we get saved. When you reach out for His salvation, you get saved. And how do you do that? You conf First, you believe that He can save you. Then you confess it. Tell Him all those things, no matter how ugly they are. Just tell Him. Just take some time out to tell God, God, this is what I've done. Confess it. Yes, you've sinned, but confess it. Tell God he's sitting there with you. He knows everything and he can help you out. You don't have to sit there with that pain. You don't have to sit there with those past mistakes. Your past is not you. Your past is not you. Again, your past is not you. You are above it. You are above it. God is making all things new. And even if you thought you weren't going to be used by God, then watch me. You will be used by God to become a beacon of light and hope to other people who are struggling as well. So don't stay there. Jesus is coming soon. Let that be a resounding, I don't even want to say a noise, but let that just sound loud and clear. Let that be resounding in your ears. Let just... Allow that to sink in deep. Tell your friends. Tell your family members. Tell the people on your street. Tell your neighbors. Tell your co-workers. Tell your, your classmates. Just allow God to speak through you. Tell them. And this is someone, if you're the one, if you're listening to me and you know God is calling you to just tell someone, then please don't hesitate. Tell someone about Christ today. No matter how discouraging it is, because to be honest with you, there, there are a lot of struggles when it comes to going out. But God gives us the boldness. When we have the Holy Spirit in us, we also have boldness to share the gospel. We don't have to be ashamed. We, even if in our weaknesses we are told to go, we can still go. Now, another thing I want you to notice, this is a timely word because I checked the verse of the day, and it said, um, it gave a command, it said, go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. This is in Mark 16, verse 15. It says, go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. Everyone you can just come, you come in contact with. Just tell them the good news. I know people have been hearing this and there are so many skeptics and so many people who don't believe, but only when they have a revelation, an encounter, then they can believe.
an assignment I want you to undertake is to pray. Pray that you are rooted in Christ and pray for people to be saved. Just keep praying. Write names down. Write the names of people that need salvation. You know those people. And while you're getting ready to speak to them, write their names down. Or make sure you speak to them. Have a conversation with them. Go out for, you know, just go out and talk to them. If it's having a cup of coffee with them, fine. But whatever it is that you can do to just start a conversation with them about Christ, do it. Introduce Christ. Start with your testimony. There's a way God has saved you. There's a way God has done something for you. Start with that and have a nice conversation with them about Christ Jesus. But you must remember that Christ is coming soon. And there is no doubt about that. That even if the promises of God are are looking like they are delayed or they are tarrying for too long, wait on it. It will definitely come. On Okay, you have to understand this. That even now, people are counting on us to reveal God's glory. And you do that when you say yes to him. Are you going to say yes or you keep hiding? Because you can't hide for long. You cannot hide for long. You cannot keep yourself hidden for long. You have to come out and share that God is good. Talk about him. Tell people about him. Remind yourself of who he is. Declare his goodness. Because even now, the situation of this world isn't so favorable, but we can still thank God. We can still praise God. So please, dear friend, Reach out to God. Don't hesitate. Just reach out to God and ask him to help you. Remember, we're running out of time. Don't think you have the whole time and the whole world. He may come at a later time, but you're not promised the whole of life. You're not promised, you know, 10, 15, 20 years. Of course, we pray to live long to fulfill what God has for us. But God doesn't specifically say, you know, this is, you will live this long, you will live that long. Some people, he tells that, those things too. But most times it's just so they can prepare and start doing the things God has called them to do. Because God will not give you a word and just allow you to sit down and be lazy. So please reach out. Time is short. Don't sit there and say to yourself, you have no proof that God exists or you don't know if it's coming back. So just enjoy. No, if I show you the prophecies at the end, uh, revelations, and even in the Bible prophecies given by the prophets in the Bible, you will be amazed. In fact, you wouldn't want to be in this world when these things happen. So now we're in a time of grace. This is a time, a period of grace. God is just doing things and showing us how good he is. But a judgment, there's a time for judgment. Now we're receiving a lot of good things from God. Most of us are learning some things about God. Most of us are, you know, just seeking God. But whatever time space you're in, you're still called to follow him. Now, the time is now. The time is now. The time is now. The time is now. Don't sleep on it. Don't wait for a later time, okay? So I will lead you to a prayer. And this prayer is really important. If you feel that you need God, you haven't given your life to Christ before, people have been talking about it, but you're not even sure, you don't know what your life is, you're sure that if you died, 
you wouldn't make heaven. Because I know there's a, your conscience will tell you. People think that God will say, okay, you're going to hell. Your conscience will tell you. And if right now you're not convicted enough, then keep seeking God. And he will pour that into your spirit. But first you have to accept his gift of salvation. And you do that by confessing. All right? So let me just quickly pray this with you. Say it after me if you can. Just do it. All right? If you believe, let's all get, let's, let's call people to the kingdom. All right? Just say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, thank you for sending your word. I confess that I am a sinner and I failed you in many ways, God. But today, Lord, I come to receive your gift of salvation. I ask that you become my Lord and personal Savior. I believe that you died for me to be saved. And I believe that you will come again. Lord God, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Make me yours forever. I believe that I am a child of God. And I thank you for giving me this gift. In Jesus' name, amen. All right? And still go to God. If you said a prayer, congratulations, congratulations, and welcome to the family. All right? I pray. Before I leave, I will say a few things before I leave. Um... I also, okay, I, I probably will have to put out another episode just so that I can help you up to now. But um, I just want you to know that God loves you and he accepts you. And even before, even in your sin, he still loved you. You are loved, you are accepted, you are treasured. Thank you so much for listening to this. Please share with your friends and go outside and share the word. Tell them about Christ. Tell like three people today about Christ. All right? Um, I pray in the name of Jesus that your salvation is permanent, that God keeps you in his presence, that he hides you under the shelter of his wings, that he keeps you rooted in Christ Jesus, that he reveals himself to you. He gives you wisdom and revelation to know Christ fully that he gives you the ability to know what inheritance is for those who believe in Christ Jesus. And I thank God for choosing you, for choosing us, and for making us his own. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So thank you very much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode, and I'll just give you steps on what to do next. So please look out for that. I know it's going to be short. I really want my podcast episodes to be short. <laughs> I talk, you know, for too long. And so I just want to make it short. But anyway, have a lovely day. Look out for the next episode. It's coming in a bit.
Thank you so much. God bless you. You are greatly loved. I love you so much. Keep doing amazing things and keep seeking God. Bye.